Y'all better tighten up. What's up, guys? John here. Titan Lifestyle with Big Drew. Titan Lifestyle Friday once again. The week flew by. Yeah, and it's getting crazier and crazier. And we got some it great did. topics. Controversial topics. Absolutely. But it's all good. It's all good. Absolutely. So there's a lot of things going out there. A lot, a lot of information out yeah. there. A lot of misinformation out there. Yeah, a lot of misinformation. You know. Definitely. So who do you listen to? What do you do? You have to be yeah. as credible as possible. So we tried to research a lot of these topics for you guys, so we guys can give you guys some of the facts or some of our, our opinions about what's going on today. So let's talk about therapy of the week first off. CJC. CJT. Twelve ninety five with Emperellin. So a lot of people ask us questions about peptides. We have an array of peptides as therapies for patients out there. But CJC-1295 and Imperellin, this one's a pretty popular one. And let me tell you why. So this one has a predecessor. And the predecessor was Semarellin. Semarellin was the natural thing to try to replace growth hormone by stimulating your own natural growth hormone levels with your pituitary. So this one was good back in the day until this CJC-1295 came along. It's a GHRH, a growth hormone-releasing hormone. So at that point, what it does is it's going to stimulate your natural pituitary to stimulate growth hormone levels. So it goes down to the liver, it produces IGF-1 levels, and gives you all the benefits of what growth hormone would, right? So when we know when we get older, our growth hormone levels start declining. So you see a lot of commercials about over-the-counter supplements out there that are trying to sell you growth hormone or IGF-1. Well, you can't get this without a prescription. So anything you're buying over-the-counter, I would definitely watch out, red flags. Yeah. It's usually an amino acid blend that they put together. And there are some amino acids that will help stimulate IGF-1 and growth hormone levels too. So Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like the tribulus thing yeah. where people see that you could take tribulus to boost your test levels. Yep. But obviously, test sipping a prescribed by you. Uh, by your doctor is going to do a lot better. Kind of the same situation with the uh, with the CJC. Yep. So the stuff you see in the stores, guys, in the magazines, it has a big, huge guy that says, release 10 times growth factor. <laughs> it's not going to do it the way CJC is. I was one of those guys approached by those companies to say that I took that product yeah. and I didn't, and I wouldn't do it because I don't take it. So yeah. you're not gonna get you're not gonna get huge taking a little capsule you see in a magazine. Oh no 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 for sure you know so that's why things are prescribed because they're more powerful they are what they say they are so I mean at that point you have that and you know that so CJC twelve ninety five works great and a great works with excuse me works great with synergistically with Imperellin. so Imperellin was. Uh, it had a predecessor, GHRP2 and GHRP6, growth and releasing peptides, um, by stimulating the pulse of your pituitary even more to produce more growth hormone. So they worked actually together on the posterior and anterior of the pituitary together, and at that point, giving you a better overall effect. So these two are mixed together, they're lifelized, that means they're in a powdered substance in the bottle and they'll be diluted when you get the medication. And obviously we walk you through the steps of what to do, how much to take and all that. So if you guys have questions about that, 727-389-3220. The benefits of these therapies are better sleep patterns, better aging, like an anti-aging type deal as far as skin, libido, recovery, hair, recovery, recovery, recovery yeah. uh, lean muscle mass, uh, weight loss. So, I mean, it aids in a lot of different things in the body. So, this is something that you guys might want to look into um, and see what it can do for you guys. And like I said, just call or text the number. And we'll be able to help you guys out. So, that's a great peptide. Yeah, it's a great peptide, guys. And uh, what I was stressing about the recovery, recovery, recovery. Yeah. Um, peptides is not something that's going to get you alien, freakish, huge. No. But the recovery on it and the lean muscle tissue, mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's second to none. So definitely if you guys train hard like I do every day, like I do, don't like to take time off like I do even though I should. 
Yeah, that stuff helps a lot. Helps it does. a lot. It With your joints, connective tissue, ligaments, if that stuff's aching, yep. it'll correct the problem rather than just numb it. So check it out, guys. Yep. It works real yep. good. It definitely works good. No um, pain. I'll probably be using it very shortly here. I found out yesterday, I didn't even tell you guys, I got a tear in my, in, like, in my rotator cuff for sure. MRI confirmed yesterday. Yep. And a lot of other different things, bone spurs in there and stuff like that, that they're going to have to shave down. Throne? So, bone spurs. No, but is it from throne? I have not. Because I know me, if, I, if that, I throw a football or a baseball without warming up now, yeah. it like, I don't know if I'm getting old or what, but it's like my everything hurts. Oh, if I take a baseball and throw it right now, everything hurts. It was hurt. It's always hurt, like her, uh, you know, range of motion has been kind of on the decline and, and limited. Yeah. So, I mean, at that point, I'm still like working out, working through it, but it's, it's yeah, I confirmed it yesterday. It was, it's crazy. So, the doctor's like, orthopedic's like, yeah, this is probably after this uh, corona thing's done. Yeah. Might want to get this done. I'm like, oh. And a little bit of TB500. Yeah, speed I'm, up the process. I'm going to get BBC157, yeah. TB500, CJC1295, yeah. and probably some IGF1 that we have prescribed through yeah. as well. So, I'm going to throw everything we got at it. So, at that point, it should be good. All right. So, let's talk about COVID 19. Um, you know, basically, this thing, CDC is saying, you know, doctors can, you know, if they think it's in their right mind or right regiment, that they can pers- they can write the death certificate that they died of COVID-19. Yeah. Everybody. To me, that sounds like an oxymoron because I don't think a doctor could be in their right mind just to write down a death if they're not 100% certain that's what it is. Yeah. You guys see the numbers are skyrocketing with the deaths, the deaths, the deaths. I keep saying like I'm I'm not as in, I'm not going to live my life in fear. Mm-hmm. I do realize there's a virus. I do realize it can be you know harmful or even deadly to certain people. But Absolutely. I'm not concerned with about it. Um, the CDC basically said, and all the doctors and people in the hospital are even saying yes, this is what's happening. They're doing press conferences. They're even they're even admitting saying yes, what's happening. So basically, if I go to the hospital and I have, I, I have a heart attack. If I have a heart attack and I die, they're basically going to say I die from coronavirus. They have the pretty, option. Yeah, they have the option to say that. So pretty much every single person that goes to the hospital, if they die, they, if they want to, they could say it's because of the coronavirus. Yeah. So, so if you guys hear, oh, coronavirus is, you know, it's it's killing people, this and that. I'm not really huge on it. I mean, it, it has affected some people. The people that have passed, I feel bad. I feel bad for the families if you guys have had people like that. Absolutely. But, but. I don't believe that all these deaths are from coronavirus. These are people that are going to pretty much die anyways, that had serious illnesses anyways. Yeah. And they also said the other day, um, there was a huge thing on the news about 400 people died in New York City from coronavirus in one day. It was like this big, huge thing. <laughs> so I did a little bit of research, and if you look at 400 people die in New York City every day anyways. Whether it was 1970, 80, 90, just, just because the city is so big, there's so many people. Absolutely. So if there's 400 people that die in New York, if they want to, they could just say it's coronavirus yep. and get everybody amped up. I believe they're trying to put us in fear. I don't know what the reason is, but I'm not scared of it. And CDC, CDC I mean, I, I think it's some bullshit that you guys can literally, <laughs> literally, anyone who passes away, you could say coronavirus yeah. to put that fear in everybody. Because some people are paranoid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah some I, people are literally paranoid to touch stuff. I mean, pretty soon they're going to say... You can get it through texting or something crazy. It's, yeah, it's getting it's, out of control. It's been nuts, and uh, obviously, you know, the CDC is supposed to be our guidance, right? Yeah. So they're supposed to be our overlooking power and tell us the right thing to do. And they've been wrong about a couple things, you know, lately, especially the face masks and all that. Now, maybe they were just mm-hmm. trying to preserve all the face masks they possibly could for medical professionals and hoarding and stuff like that, which is fine. But at least be honest with us if that's what you guys were going to do. Yeah. So, you know, it doesn't look like you guys are, you know, 
basically don't know what you're talking about or yeah. uh, you know the credibility factor definitely gets lost uh, the trust gets lost with a lot of people out there a lot yeah. of people are coming up with different you know theories about what's going on out there R- really nobody knows I, you know I, I, I would be nervous honestly to go to a hospital right now I yeah mean, and, and luckily I have stuff. medical providers here at Titan Medical and stuff like that they can you know check certain things but I'd be nervous to go to a hospital. I don't know what it is. Something doesn't feel right. Yeah. They're pushing these. They're pushing this vaccination thing and yeah. and pushing how many bodies when there's not this really many bodies. If you go to hospitals, yeah. a lot of the hospitals are empty. I know. Not empty mean they're shut down, but they're not overcrowded. And there's not you know people piling on top of people. I posted a few videos about where they're going around. It was saying, you know, basically go to your hospital and see what it's really about. And people around the country are basically filming their hospitals, showing that it's not as hectic as what they say it is. Yep. You know, it's pretty much just like a regular day at the hospital. Yeah. Oh, so, for sure. I mean, if 10 people die in a certain hospital on a regular day, and then they say these 10 people, oh, they had corona. Oh, my God, I'm scared now. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Eli, so if you had a labrum repair and you're still lingering with irritation, best peptides for that are BPC-157, TB-500, maybe even some IGF-1. But those BBC 157, TB500, uh, more natural to the body as far as that goes and should help with that different, definitely with the irritation. Make sure you're following up with your MRI and stuff like that. Make sure everything is good there and you have an exact look at what's going on. Uh, so if you have any more questions about it, please call or text 727-389-3220 after this live. The girls and staff will be happy to help you out, okay? JC Garcia, so listen, we, the point he was trying to make was is a lot of people have been dying from a lot of different things through these years. So what we're saying is, is this, is that if the CDC is going to classify a heart attack or a common flu and dedicate that to coronavirus to try to scare the population or lift the numbers, that's definitely something that's messed up, okay? Uh, Bunny, yeah, it's definitely unconstitutional what's going on to a degree. I mean, listen, we want to stop the spread of the coronavirus. I understand that, you know, mitigation is in full effect, lockdowns in full effect, um, and we're trying to be as safe as as possible. And this has never happened in, in the United States history of nobody being able to work like this in mitigation. So they were even scared about being able to do this because lifestyle change for people is not easy and what they've done is something that's definitely crazy um and we're going to see if it's if it's worth it and obviously if people are dying it's worth it but you know compared to what each year and we're, we're getting at that point too a lot of people are ready to get out who knows how many people have already had this virus mm. You know, until we do testing, which they are ramping up and they need to get it out to as many people as possible right now, we'll figure out what really truth it is. Now, they don't even know if you can re-catch this. So at this point, like, you build up immunities, they don't know for how long you have immunities. Mm. Weeks, months, years. So they have no no clue. So at that point, like I said, everybody's in the dark about what's going on, uh, except for the really, really high ups, and they're not telling us what's going on. I truly believe that. I mean, they're probably not because they don't want to put everybody in a panic because they probably don't know all the way through. You know, the vaccinations are coming. We'll see about that. You know, there was information about vaccines being done in Africa right now, right? Yeah. I don't know why they would go there because if you look, like, Africa is one of the few continents or countries yeah. that has the le- has been least affected by it. Yeah. Like, if you look at all the charts and stuff they put on where they have the hot areas, Africa is pretty much open. Yeah. So I don't know why they would go there to randomly push it right after and then now they're saying that you know it's um, black people are more I don't know susceptible so or whatever this, this is a fact so, so more black people have died out of the population and the percentage mm-hmm. 
um, than anybody in the country. So at that yeah. point, in any race, whites, Hispanics, mm-hmm. Asians, they, they actually have the, the percentages. Mm-hmm. And the reason was that they attributed to was because that black people are more in the forefront the bus drivers or they're, they're they're doing some of this work that they're more essential mm-hmm. um, in some of these jobs and that's why they're catching it now mm-hmm. we know like in china that you know these things like sars and stuff like that mm-hmm. spread through the pipes and buildings and they mm-hmm. reinfected people that were like 10 floors up and that's a fact right. so this could be affecting people the exact same way if you're keeping them in the house yeah and but the cruise ships and everything else i i don't believe it <laughs> i don't know I have no I don't idea. But I mean, if, if they're going to say that it's affecting black people because they're touching a lot of things, this and that, I don't think that's what it is. I think the just like, just, just like the say. CDC says, they could pretty much label everything as coronavirus. So if they say, okay, say 30 people died today from coronavirus and they were all black, but if those 30 black people already had high blood pressure... Oh, diabetes, yeah. poor life choices. Absolutely. Their whole family has been eating, you know, shitty food for forty years, Absolutely. and they're all out of out of shape, and they're all overweight. Then, yeah, the thing is, is once the CDC gave a green light to say you could call everything coronavirus, they basically could put it to wherever they want to put it. AR. If they want to put it on yes. black people, they put it on black people. If they want to put it on anybody, they could put it do on. Do you got anybody. the diabetes chart? Yes, I do. All right, so I just talked about this. This is crazy we bring this up. So mm-hmm. underlying conditions. So one we talked about was diabetes, and that's pretty prominent. And that's not just prominent in black people, but it's prominent in the United States altogether. We're on a rise, you know, in obesity. Right, and they right. go hand in hand, right? Yeah, yeah. Because usually obese people have diabetes. Right. So Let me pull it up for we you. looked at this chart, and this chart has the exact percentage of how many people. It was 33.8 million, 33, excuse me, 34.2 million people have diabetes or pre-diabetic. Let me slow it up for you. Yes, please. Let's right. look at this bad boy together. And it's so, on the screen for them to look at as well. Thank you. All right, so we're looking at the top left corner. 34.2 million people have diabetes, right? That's one out of 10 people, okay? One out of five don't know they have diabetes. So this is this is getting really crazy. So one out of five, that's, that's a pretty big number. 88 million people, adults, are pre-diabetic. So that's crazy, right? Mm. Risk of earlier death for adults with diabetes is 60% higher than adults without diabetes. So no matter if you have coronavirus or not, you're 60% more at higher risk of dying earlier than somebody that doesn't have diabetes. Right, right. You know, so at that it goes hand in hand with the obesity with the diabetes thing. You guys, if you if you guys notice, you don't really see too many people that are obese that's 80 years old. Yeah. Oh no. Or even 70, or 75. When's the last time? And I don't mean just a little overweight. I mean, if you if you when's the last time you guys saw like a 200 and 20, 230, 40 pound woman that's 80. They don't make it that far. So the diabetes and, you know, and all that goes right along. Cardiovascular right along health, yeah. I mean, that, you know, this all, all coincides. So eight out of 10 adults don't know they have or are they're pre-diabetic. So at that point, man, eight out of 10, that's 80% of people. 80%, think about that. That's 20% that, that, that are not pre-diabetic, so they're good to go. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's an abundance of our population. So. Everybody has these pre-existing conditions, possibly, or 80% does, uh, if they're pre-diabetic or they're on the borderline of getting diabetes or diabetes type type 2. Yeah, so all those people could be labeled as having coronavirus. Well, yeah, dying from coronavirus, but (laughs) let's talk about the flu and everything else that's going on because we're not hearing about the flu. So, you know, this is flu season, right? So we automatically expect we're going to have some deaths in flu, right? So it's just it's it's a it's it's a wicked web I guess we're weaving right yeah. out there and, and nobody really knows the facts, so it, it's kind of sucks, uh, but it is what it is. So we hope you guys are staying safe out there, 
and you guys are washing your hands and doing all that good stuff. Um, all right, so all the people are going to the grocery store, right? And then think about this. And they, they say this thing is spreading. Um, and it's spreading. The reason is because essential people are going to the grocery store and they're going in there. And a lot of people still aren't wearing masks. Okay. Um, they don't have gloves. Um, they're using gloves improperly. But, you know, everybody from that area, no matter if you have coronavirus or not, they're supposed to stay self isolated. But they don't right. know if they're asymptomatic or a carrier and going in there and possibly spreading yeah. this. And so, I mean, I, you know, it really, it's really crazy for that. So, uh, I mean, we see we're showing some pictures of, of some of some nuts stuff that we're we're looking at right here of just like WalMarts and Publixes and stuff like that, where all these people are just you know they're obviously not in a six foot rule. Who knows how many of these people are sick or asymptomatic? You know they don't even know they're sick and they're touching. I mean, you guys think about it. Every single object on that shelf has been touched with hands, not a machine. What up, Scotty? How you guys doing? Like not a machine. Every every single box, can, label on those shelves has been touched by hands. Like yeah. I used to I used to stock shelves. When I was younger, like literally every piece is being touched, being yeah. touched. It's so, nuts. I mean, it's nuts, man. So and they put the six foot line during the, at the register only, but then you could be in the aisle touching everything. I know. I, I think if they really want to make it, they should make it like even though it would be crazy, like make a certain amount of people. Like they'll give you a they'll give you a, a limit to amount of people you can have a gym or, or a business, mm -hmm. but there's no limit to the grocery store. Right. It's almost backwards. Actually, New Jersey just put in place, and that guy's one of the hardest in the country. Um, that they're, they're even grocery stores are going to have to they're going to have to be watching that it's only fifty percent occupancy of the grocery store at one time. Yeah, that that makes sense. Uh, yeah. That makes sense. So to me. that's that's what's going to happen. So it's going to be harder for people to get groceries, which could create you know a, another panic in, in one way or another because they're limiting people on some of the supplies they can get, which is mm -hmm. a good thing mm -hmm. because you know people hoard it and people yeah, get yeah. a whole bunch of it that might not need it or yeah. stocked up on it. So that's crazy too because yeah, because I mean people are going to have to you got to. At some point, you have to go out. You have to live your life. You have to yeah. do what you have to do. I mean, I'm not going to say... I, I, I respect the guidelines. I don't walk around people. I don't. I give people their six feet. So before when I was saying the whole thing about the CDC and this and that, no, I'm still clean. I'm still making yeah. sure everything is... I'm not just going to, you know, just be free like it was before where I didn't care because there are older people that can be affected by it. So even Absolutely. though I'm not worried about myself, I still got to be worried about touching other people. But it's just it's getting crazy that it's like... I mean, what's what's the world going to be like in 10, 20 years? I mean, 10, 20 be, years when we get out of this. I, I mean, how do you think things are going to be? No, but I mean, it's going to be bad. But I mean, it's going to be like drastic. I mean, it's going to be bad. And like, and it, it, I'm scared. Pretty much, they said like, in, in I don't you know. You think people are going to sit at football games next to each other? What? We'll yeah, when this gets over with, you think people will? Yes, I think so. I, I think they I will think, because I think it's going to be. Split. I think they will because just like the swine flu and all the other stuff, which was like, I mean, that wasn't nothing has been as. As, as bad as this, this. This is what we have to remember about this situation in particular. And this is why we're going to always remember about this situation. Because it's never happened before. Yeah. They've never turned yeah. off the economy ever. I'm not talking about disease okay. or anything like that. Yeah. Even when the Spanish flu was going on, they never shut down businesses. Yeah. The economy never shut down worldwide. I'm not yeah, even talking yeah. about in one... I mean, Spanish flu went all over the world, too. Mm. But it never shut down things like it did now. Mm. Now, that, that, that as I say now, oh, our, our, you know, our doctors know more. You know, We understand how to prevent this or how to slow the curve down or whatever mm. it is. But at that point, listen, man, I mean, you know, herd immunity has to be there to some extent for a virus because it's not a bacterial infection. This is a virus. I think so, that... Uh, the vaccine or herd immunity. It's, it's yeah, one or the other. But I think I think the damage it's going to do is going to be a lot oh, worse done. than the actual... It's done. Like in the future, I mean, it's done now, but in... 
like what it's it's getting to a point now where what's going to be like every week is going to people's tolerance is going to be less and less oh for sure to the point we, we are you already have people Unrest. protesting i think it was in ohio or something like that really ohio was something a whole bunch of people with signs were outside protesting Ooh. saying whatever i don't Ooh. know if art you could look it up but um, unrest yeah so the thing is like now it's still kind of fresh even though it's been a long time a month or so whatever but what's going to happen at like next month i don't know man when with unemployment what's going to happen when people's lights do start getting cut off <sighs> like right now it's like certain people are like okay they look at the account oh i don't know if i could do it this and that what's going to happen when okay now you have no food now you have no lights you have no resources no help then it's going to be like look i don't care yeah. and it's going to be crime's going to go up it's already going to be going up yeah people are going to look at oh, other it's already people. on the rise yeah people are going to be like okay this guy has a house full of food and this and that and i'm over here struggling right it's going to be it's going to be yeah uh, it's, it's going to be, be very bad. bad for himself yeah, at that point be, yeah, yeah, people exactly. are going to be like yeah. that you there know? we go coronavirus protests yeah so i mean yeah. it's already it's already done a, a massive damage to our economy our, the economists already say that we're in a recession as far as the u.s stands uh, we're going to print a lot of money uh, and I understand people think about that money, but once you print all that money, it, there's only so much you can print, guys. Because you know, basic economics states yes, that, that listen. Bill Gates if, if trying we, to get rid of that too. I, I mean, it's Bill uh, Gates trying to get rid of the crazy, money. You know? He's trying to get rid of money. <laughs> listen, you heard about that? I haven't heard about. He's it, trying to get rid of money, so basically, you are the money. Like once you get digital, the, man. Yeah, the digital the ID money. Twenty twenty or whatever that. <laughs> So yeah. the microchip, so everybody's yeah. giving microchip. I mean, listen, for right now, I, listen, in other in other countries, they, they instituted where they were tracking people's cell phones, and they could track six-foot rule. Mm. So if you were you were close to people in six-foot rule, um, they were tracking people that were already positive for COVID-19, making sure nobody came in contact with them, mm. um, and they were, you know, assessing One fines to people. TikTok. No, no, I wasn't through TikTok. TikTok. Just got that huge thing. You heard about that, right? No, I have not. Oh, this man, this guy's been in TikTok. I've been worried about TikTok. The just announced there. a huge announcement saying that they got hacked. No, anyone who has TikTok, oh. China has all their information, oh, and they can wow. use all, not just like Facebook, other places. Yeah, they just had it all over the news. Military people are banned from TikTok. If you're in the military, you can't have TikTok. Wow. It's like a huge thing where anybody who has TikTok. I guess like because he I, I don't know what it is but I guess like they could they basically use your information over there yeah for something yeah, yeah, yeah but it's been huge huge all these and TikTok is the number one app right now above oh, I know. Instagram above Facebook oh, I everything know. yeah I know so it's like now they're saying that like it's a cool app yeah, I got I, it on my phone I, I, I got my it. information I haven't used it I haven't China used it. I well, come on man uh, <laughs> I know, like that word right there yeah you know come yeah. on I mean that's the hot word I guess right now right. and my my son is is part Chinese, Sharif's part Chinese, so, you know, it, it's just, a, over there, the communist man there, they're running, we don't know what is going on. It's kind of crazy. It's One thing crazy. I don't like is now there's a lot of, um, lot of, a lot of, uh, oh, wow. what is it, hate, hate, hate attacks, yeah. a lot of racism and stuff going on with Chinese Americans or even people living what in up, China. You, know? yeah. you guys need to stop that because, yeah, I mean, who man. gives, who can I mean, yeah, whatever sure. Trump calls it a Chinese virus or a virus from China. That doesn't that doesn't matter. I mean, these people have been here, so I've I've heard I've heard about how there's been brutal attacks or hate crimes against. Come on now. Yeah, man. Like that's we're, we're we got way better stuff to worry about Absolutely. than than all, we're past that. Like that's Absolutely. behind. That's behind. Don't make this a thing where now you know now after nine eleven it was too bad that we started 
profiling people from that region Middle the, East uh, yeah. yeah from the Middle East yeah. and then now don't make this now where now it's gonna be a China thing come on now yeah, it should not that. be like that we should do no that. hate crimes no hating on people because they're Chinese saying your country brought it here this and that everybody is their own individual and people like that absolutely so we love our Americans out there if you're American Chinese, Chinese American, American, American Latin American Indian, Black American White yeah. American yeah. You know, you Greeks out there, Italians, all you guys, everybody and every race and nationality out there. If you're an American, man, you're an American. That's what it is. So we should all stick together. We got to get yeah. through this thing together. So let's stick together. All right. So what else we got? All right. Um, Type Medical Health and Lifestyle Show. This Sunday, it's going to be at 1.30 p.m. It's a special this Sunday because of Easter. So that those of you guys that celebrate Easter, Easter's a big holiday. So we want to wish you guys all a happy Easter right now. Uh, if you guys celebrate it, it sucks that maybe you can't get together with your family um, in person. Get on there with Skype. At least talk to them. Share some time with them. Um, eat your dinners. That's what people have been doing. They've been putting their family member on FaceTime and eating dinner. Yeah, you just so. put the iPad right on the table. You know, so, yeah. yeah. So well, another, another great one, too guys is an app called house party it's called house party you could download it a lot of these people are doing like you know they they got zoom they got all that all yeah they have, it's, it's called house party where you can get like five or ten people together and you can actually have a house party through the phone and music <laughs> and all this different stuff going on but i mean there's That's different cool. ways you guys can yeah can celebrate yeah it. man absolutely so celebrate be a lot of new apps coming out i feel like because everyone's oh, for home sure. right everybody's now. home Netflix, so everybody's you guys are you guys are stuck to this um we are working on another immune system booster tight immunity and this thing is going to be a game changer if it does come out so i don't want to talk too much about it because i haven't injected it yet and i want to make sure it's good for you guys but pharmacy says it's good to go so at that point i'm going to be happy to bring that bad boy out i think it's going to be a game changer and it should have some of the big and components anything like glutathione like better Yes. Stronger, or more different, of a, more of a blend of, of different of things. Blend. They could take so, it with glutathione, zinc, glutathione, vitamin oh. C, uh, vitamin. So I'm, I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to make something that's like super immunity for you if guys. You guys <laughs> if you guys saw the video a couple weeks back where I did, where I was in the other room and he had all those bottles, he literally made his own thing because that's the all bags, the stuff that was in yeah, my bag. Yeah, and now he's making his own. This yeah, guy's like a little match. So yeah, the IVs are good, you know, but you know the sterile injectables that come from the pharmacy. Pharmacists that make it, uh, we work on the formulation, make sure everything's going to be safe for people, you know, not to have too high of a dose, and going to work really good without having a little sting because some of the injections can't sting. That's because of the pH levels and some of the stuff that goes in them. So at that point, we want to make sure it was right uh, for you guys, and I think it is. So until I inject it, though, I can't get my stamp of approval on it. Mm -hmm. And obviously, some of our athletes and stuff like that will probably try it first. Well, I'm a but guinea pig. Let me know. We're going to roll it out very shortly for you guys. And I think you guys are going to like it. Plus, what this will do is, is this will save you guys a lot of money. So at that point, if you wanted to get you know, one of these things or two of these things, now it's going to have possibly three you know, immune system boosters in it, uh, the top immune system boosters almost of our therapies mm. you guys will get all in one injection so at that point it will save you guys you guys won't have to buy one instead of three mm. all right and you guys will have to do one injection instead of to mixing the, the needle or taking three different yeah, injections so if you guys you guys don't like don't like injections I yeah mean, this one yeah one, one shot one as opposed will do it to three all. or even four so absolutely less scar tissue <laughs> less yeah. everything so. absolutely so it'll be really easy to do too as well all right so let's talk about tv if you guys have been watching tv i'm sure you guys have been watching 
watching. You know, I see, you know, what, what's the next Netflix uh, series I should watch? Uh, so the, Everybody's talking about Ozark, Ozark, Okay, Ozark, Ozark was pretty good. Yeah. I haven't really got into it. I always the first start season. it, and then I just, like, fall off, first fall season? asleep. I haven't really. Have you yeah, the first, first the first season, I think. Okay. Was, yeah. It gets good. It does get good. Um, I've watched all three. Ozark was definitely a good one for sure. But today, how to fix a drug scandal. So, this was a really, really good and true documentary. And this talked about two lab chemists that did not know each other in the state of Massachusetts. And what these lab chemists did was basically they every drug uh, offense that comes in, right? What happens is, is these drugs get sent off into a lab and a chemist tests the purity of the drug and makes sure it is the drug that was described by the arresting officer that they think it was. And then they verify these things and then if they have to, they go in court and they testify that these drugs were, or these drugs and the purity of these drugs and everything was, was set there. Now, these two are two different people. It was uh, Sonia Farouk and same what what time period was this what uh, years this Eddie, went Eddie like what year Eddie did it take place so yeah. this happened from 2000 Sonia Farouk from 2004 okay I was gone to 2012 okay right actually no 2004 no I was still there all right so they both they both they both got busted for basically um putting on false uh, information like basically they were saying like you know this test was positive for this and it really wasn't right now two different scandals first scandal was um, the what was her first name the the Indian chick we have uh, Annie Dukem Annie Dukem so Annie Dukem was the first one that got busted and what happened with her was is that she was a first generation American basically I'm just giving me a synopsis I'm not going to go into full detail here but basically she was there and she was an overachiever so she was doing a lot of the work and she was doing it at exuminant speeds and basically you know something happened where it drew a red flag she was just too good so when she you know basically she gets busted you know at that point and uh, you'll find out why she gets busted but it was just a it was really 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 stupid offense I mean, basically, at that point, you know, uh, I don't want to tell you the ending, but it was really good, okay? Uh, the next one was Sonia Farouk. Sonia Farouk, really interesting character. So, at this point, she was the first one, first female in Rhode Island to play on a male football team. So, it, it, really crazy. What first girl ever. Um, well, that had to have been 2099, Rhode familiar. Island. So, yeah, so... Sonia Farouk. So basically what happened with her was is she was she was a drug addict and she was working in this lab and in the lab the way they test these drugs is they have samples and these samples are 100% pure of the drug. So it's you know it, it could be anything from amphetamines, methamphetamines, cocaine, uh, ecstasy, like all this stuff. So at this point what happens is is that she, you know, basically got busted because they, you know, they were looking for samples and they found them in her drawer and they were open. And at that point, they went to go find her and she was supposed to testify at court because she testifies in all these court cases, mm-hmm. right? And at that point, what happens is, is uh, you know, they bust her there and she has drugs in the car. So then they go back and they find out basically, that, you know, she tells them that she's been taking drugs out of the samples the whole time. First, it started with methamphetamines, and it was amphetamines. Mm. She said she would get through her work quicker, right? 
So yeah, so this is really messed up. So she was a drug addict, and that lab was a very small lab. Like there was only so many people in there. It was like four people, and they all went at different times. The other one that that uh, Dukin was at was a huge laboratory, and they did all kinds of different labs. So at that point, it was just two different cases, same state. It was it was vi- virtually like a year apart of when they got busted, um, and then there was a big cover up. The reason that you know Dukin was doing what she was doing was she was basically dry dry labeling, dry weighing. Mm-hmm. That means that she wasn't really looking at the product; she would just look at it and say, "Hey, this was cocaine, 100%," and just got through her work basically. So to find out that basically she was emailing, you know, prosecutors. Prosecutors were involved. What happened was was basically. Uh, you want to give it away? I mean, no. This this is what happened. So if you ever get in a drug case okay so they're going to take the drugs from you and then they're going to send to a lab when they test these drugs it's going to tell um the court and everything and the prosecutor they don't wait they wait till about that point um to see hey listen was this really a drug mm-hmm. because if it's not a drug you can't get in trouble You'll, you 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 cannot get charged with a drug crime like that right mm-hmm. so at that point what happened was was basically if you test it and it's pure your ass is grass. They're going to call it, testify that you had these drugs and this was the percentage of it. Now, you can always say this. You can say, I want a retest of it. And they'll send it off for a secondary testing. No individual knows that until you either know the law or you've been through it. So at that point, like, I learned that through this series. Mm-hmm. But that, that's something that, I, you know, I asked another attorney and he's like, yeah, that's absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but a lot of people don't know that. And what happened with them is, it what happened with you is if, if that chemist was found or anybody else was found to have any other motive in that case or tries to disturb that case, then basically your case will get thrown out and the charge is dismissed. So she's automatic. <laughs> so she, she worked from 2004 to 2012. Mm. And most of the cases either went, they went to her pretty much into her lab. So at that point, it was tens of thousands of people that got released. Got released. There was people that were waiting there for sentencing that the day of to go into sentencing, knowing they were going to years in prison. And at that point, their lawyer coming in and saying, "You're going to get off today." And they're like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> and, and literally, and so these people got off. So all these defense attorneys, all these prosecutors, all these prosecutors got some of them got in some, some big trouble too as well, um, because they were they were with the one chemist and they were like, listen, we need this, you know, ASAP and she was basically like on their team. Now chemists are supposed to be biased, mm-hmm. unbiased, excuse me. So at that point, like when they're testing, they're just testing. It doesn't matter, like they don't care one way or another what happens in the case. Mm-hmm. Where she was writing these prosecutors and actually talking about the case. Really really crazy series. Check it out. Yeah. How to fix a drug scandal. Massachusetts. That's crazy, where you're from, right? Crazy state, yeah, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Crazy state. <laughs> crazy state. Yeah, so, um, yeah, man. So that, I think that's that's about it for uh, us on Titan Lifestyle today. I think we went a long time talking your ear off. I apologize if we did, but thank you guys for coming out and supporting us. We appreciate you guys. Hope you guys are all safe. Andrew? Yes, yeah, pretty much it. Also, Sunday, 1.30, new time on Sunday, 1.30, Easter Sunday. Yep. ABC, yep. it's going to be a good time. So I know a lot of people can't go to church now because churches are shut down. Yeah. Last thing, if you guys try to go to church, I don't know if you guys heard about it. There was a church where the um, 
basically the basically the cops came in and gave everybody in the church a five hundred dollar ticket. Yeah. Every single body. So yeah. just think about that. Tomorrow you you guys are grown, you can do what you want to do. I know if you guys want to praise or worship, whatever. If you have to do it from your house, there's online churches. Do it virtually just, today. Yeah, just do yeah. it virtually or something yeah. if you have to. I mean don't don't be in that crowded area don't and risk it, it you know as long as you pray you're going to be good and all this so, stuff you can pray at home you what, what, at home now you bring that was pretty funny so in illinois there was a mayor uh and the mayor basically you know the law there is like you're not supposed to be you know out in any bars or anything like that i mean staying at home so basically he gave this order and he he sent out his cops and to see if any businesses were still operating that were non-essential and at that point they busted a tavern that was open illegally mm. Right, and the, actually, they busted. And the mayor's wife was at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> he had to write an apology letter for it. It was hilarious. Look it up, guys. It was definitely will give you. A, you know, it's it's ironic and uh, it's hypocritical in a lot of ways. So, you know, if some of these people aren't following it, then I mean, why should everybody else? That's kind of the the, the method out there. Right yeah, because like the, the higher powers that are making all these rules, they're going to be affected too. Because yeah. they're going to have to stay inside. Yeah. Because if not, the media is going to be on them. It's going to get out like this. So yeah. It's like well, after a while, they're going to be tired of being inside too. They're going to have to. Be, you know, I mean, we'll, we'll see how life. it goes, guys. Everybody wants to get this economy going. Everybody wants to get back to their old life. I know we do for sure. There's a lot of different things we're going to be missing, and hopefully things don't change too much when we do reopen. Hopefully not. I see I see some crazy stuff going on. So we will see you guys. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you guys Sunday, Tuesday, and next Friday, 2 p.m., Titan Lifestyle with Big Drew. That's it. Signing off. Titan Lifestyle. Be safe, everybody. Bye, guys.